The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Thank you for listening to the Keeping It Beauty Show. I am your host, Akila C. Thompson, alongside my amazing co-host, Miss Monique Cannon. I cannot believe that it is already February. Like, January is gone. If this is your first time listening to our show, and it's, and it's February, I'm a little upset, but welcome. <laughs> You're in for a treat. You can catch up on our show by listening to our archive shows on iHeartRadio.com. And our show, on our show, we aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. And we're really leaning on love Mm -hmm. uh, for these past couple of shows. And we're wrapping it up tonight um, again with love. So what's What's going on, Monique? Uh, Hopefully your weekend had less drama than mine. Yeah, it was kind of drama free. We just had kids stuff going on. Lots of family stuff this time, this weekend. So that's always fun. Oh, my God. So I'm sure any of you listening on the phone that live in New York City, you know about the ticket struggle and the whole parking situation and how (laughs) you basically got to have a Ph.D., a master's, like a CPA license, all of that to really be able to understand where to park in New York City. So that caught (laughs) up to me and my car got impounded on Friday. So I have been literally running around for the past couple of days, still going to be running around tomorrow trying to get my plates back. They done stole my B-Beauty plates. So (laughs) (laughs) they done took took my B-Beauty plates, took my car and took the plates off my car and have really given me to run around about getting getting my plates back. So I need to move to Omaha because I'm sure y'all don't have the same struggle with this whole thing. No, our mayor, you know, we, we... We we got some struggles, but she hasn't made it that hard yet. <laughs> like, New York is ridiculous. Like you park in the street, you get a ticket. If you park in a parking lot, it's like a million dollars. Oh, don't have a soccer mom little car or a truck. Then it's like two hundred dollars. Like I found that out the hard way. I used to have like a I think the car I had before I got a truck was a maximum. Fine. Oh, I might pay forty five dollars to park. Once I get this little Jeep 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 Cherokee, now it's like sixty dollars to park. So uh, you take your chances. Do I park on the street and get a ticket or do I pay $60 and park in a lot? You know, it's just the struggle of living in New York. Yeah. See, we don't have that problem. We have $8 parking lots. We have meter parking. We have, yeah, everybody's working with you. See, got to come to Omaha. See, mm-hmm. you, should, you, you sure are right. You sure are right. <laughs> well, well, Valentine's Day is next week. Did you make any plans yet? See, our Valentine's Day, we've always been this way, though. It's like 
we do different things all year. We do staycations. We do, it's just kind of like whenever we feel like doing something, we just surprise each other, do whatever. So we don't make big, big plans. Everything is overpriced. I mean, you know what? You sound like my dad with Christmas. That was my father's thing with growing up. I buy y'all stuff all year round. So why I got to buy y'all stuff and put up a tree one year when I'm already buying y'all stuff. So you sound like, you know, the Grinch that sold Valentine's Day right now. No, but it's fine because we both agree. And I mean, like, I don't know. I already had bought him a box of chocolates. He had bought me some already off the shelf because we wanted it then. So (laughs) we already had that. But I'll say normally we just kind of hang out. Um, We've done some double dates and things with like our siblings and even his parents. And and that's that's always been fun. Um, but the okay, best so basically y'all ain't got nothing planned. I don't got nothing oh. planned either. It's okay. I wasn't looking for but no big answer. You guys but you guys like to celebrate big like that. So I would expect you have something planned. Well, maybe not now. You didn't spend all the money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're gonna be lucky if we can eat for Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, so anyway, okay, I wanted us to have a little bit of fun before the show started. So what has been, because I'm sure Valentine's Day, as we get older, it, it's not as big of a deal. But when we were younger and when we were, like, kids, Valentine's Day was something that we, like, looked forward to. Mm-hmm. So do you have any, like, most memorable, like, Valentine's Days, like, experiences? See, he used to buy me a lot of stuffed animals. I collected stuffed animals when I was younger. And so um, he would buy me the seven dwarf stuffed animals until the Disney store went out of business here and we couldn't do those anymore. Um, or he would always buy me one of those like talking something that says a little message or whatever from the store. Like you can get them from anywhere and they're crap ton of money. And then they're 50% off the next day. (laughs) But but he would always do that. And then I always got flowers and at school, you know, it's always, you're just cool in in school if you can get your Valentine's Day stuff at school. So I was always special because my boyfriend went to the same school as me. And so I was able to get my gifts at school so everybody could see what you got. And I mean, there's nothing big, teddy bears, candy, that kind of stuff, but still just to be able to walk around. And then he oftentimes will put um, flowers on my porch. You know, or something like that. He's actually quite the romantic. And even when he had a paper route, I got real jewelry, like from the jewelry store. And that's the same jeweler that we used all the way, I mean, until we were adults, until they went out of business. But he worked really, really hard, even, you know, doing the paper route and would buy me just really nice stuff. So I've been pretty spoiled over the years, but I mean... Like I said, once we got older, we just kind of said, okay, we'll just do stuff all the time because we need that that time all year long. Well, when I was thinking about what I would share, and I was like, to be fair, I didn't really want to share this one because it's actually like, it's my most memorable Valentine's Day, but it's Mm -hmm. actually like kind of a nightmare. So Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, um, I met someone who on Valentine's Day sent a limo to pick me up from school Mm. with flowers and went teddy bears and with a whole bunch of my friends in there that I didn't know. Took me to Cheesecake Factory and back then Cheesecake Factory was like a big deal. That was like, we had just just got it and it was like, whoa, (laughs) big deal. So went to Cheesecake Factory and then like we got to the dessert. I didn't want dessert. He made me order dessert and then um, Cheesecake comes out with will you marry me around the plate and a ring in the whipped cream. 
Oh. Um, and this was somebody <laughs> I had just met three weeks before. <laughs> um, and because all my friends were standing here, I said yes. So we need to actually have a part two about this because, of course, I never got married. And this is actually really one of the reasons why I started I Am Beauty um, because that was my first relationship. So I kind of jumped in fast and jumped in very wrong. But it was memorable because how can you say no? You're 17 years old. The whole restaurant's literally looking at you. So it was really sweet. So someone was listening, tell your friend or, um, you know, tell somebody that you know. And, oh, well, it looks like we lost somebody. It uh, looks like Angelisa. Uh, hopefully, Angelisa, get back on. I just got a message. Angelisa fell off. So, yeah. so anyway, that's my horror story. But it would have been kind of cool if it, like, actually worked out. So if anybody's listening or, Sean, if you're listening, please don't ever do anything super <laughs> special. Don't propose. Don't anything. We won't get married. Like, at Valentine's Day, for that reason, it just wasn't a great experience. But cute idea. So anyway, I'm really, yeah. excited, really excited. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was it was cute, but it's it was scary. Like later on, I'm gonna write a book. We're gonna have a whole big lifetime movie about that whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> Starting with that scene. Um, so I'm really excited about tonight's show and just this week in general because we have our February Beauty Dreamers event. Really excited. We had our first event in November. We've been like just doubling every month. So I'm excited that on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at Pearl Studio, we have an event themed I Am Love, Commanding the Love You Want. So this event is going to be extra special because a guest that we had a few weeks ago, who's also back with us tonight, hopefully we got her back on, um, Angelisa Almanzar will be leading our discussion. So I'm super excited. And if you're listening and available on Wednesday, you don't want to miss that. So if you've missed the first time Angelisa was on our show, you need to go listen to that as soon as this show is over. We had a deep, deep, deep conversation where she was breaking down how we use our feminine energy to inspire a man's masculine energy. You know, I'm, I was inspired by the conversation clearly that she's back again and we about to do an event together and it's going to be on and popping on Wednesday. Um, she's the founder of All Heart Coach and Enlightened Feminine Academy. Her clients refer to her as the love coach and she always leads with and for the heart. Raised in New York City, she has a professional background in human resources, which she enjoyed immensely. But ultimately, her heart called her forth towards working on a closer and more intimate basis with people looking to take their lives to new heights. So leading with vulnerability and compassion, Coach Angelisa supports her clients in cutting through the noise and carving a clear and honest vision for themselves and their romantic relationships so, you know, we're, we're, so the first thing that I really, of course, wanted to, um, to ask Angelisa, um, well, I know we got a lot of people that are listening that are probably, um, jaded about Valentine's day. There's a, there's buckets of people where, okay, we're either not in a relationship and might be jaded because of something around Valentine's day, it might be single and want a Valentine, or, you know, we might be in this other bucket where like, we're in love, everything's cool or we might be you know in the Monique bucket where we don't really do Valentine's Day so Valentine's Day might be a little dry so Angelisa are you there yes she's here okay hi ladies hello my question I skipped over of course I wanted you to share in the what was your most memorable Valentine's Day experience if you could share that oh sure I'll share that real quick um I 
I love Valentine's Day. I'm like a Valentine's Day junkie. It's always been my favorite, of course, right? So it would make sense I'd be a love coach someday. Um, my most memorable, um, oh my goodness. So I think it was actually me and Quay, my current boo thang, um, <laughs> our second, our second Valentine's Day, he, um, he, he came over, like we actually had just moved in together. We had just moved in together and, um, actually he was in the process of moving in and like the following week after Valentine's Day was moving in, but we had the place to ourselves, which at that time was difficult because my parents were getting ready to leave for DR and my sister and my, and my sister's boyfriend live with us. So that was like a treat, right? But he came over, he, he brought two bottles of wine. Little did he know I had two bottles of wine and, (laughs) and, um, I had made him dinner, but we ended up getting so drunk, (laughs) which we like don't drink. We really, we don't drink often at all. We only ever drink socially, but for some reason that night, it was just like, we were just like, you know, whatever, forget it. We'll just, we're just going to drink. And I, I made him this like incredible dinner and um I'm I'm trained as a as an Italian chef and I studied in Italy so I wanted to show him you know I was like we've been together two years yeah I was like we've been together two years but I still got some tricks up my sleeve so you know I made him I made him like scallops and risotto and I just was like flexing my chef muscles and, and and we just got so drunk and um on our very first date that he had here at my place we uh we drank wine and it was like a lot less at that time it was our second date and um and we listened to like you know some usher there goes my baby pandora station so i had that queued up for valentine's day and we totally replicated our first date um that he had here when he came over for the first time to my place and that was the best i'll tell you girls we <laughs> we passed out in the like, so you know you think you think it's going to be like some sexy date no we passed out on the bed on top of the sheets didn't even get under the covers we woke up totally plastered we were like what happened we drank four bottles of wine <laughs> and that was by far the funnest and funniest valentine's day and that that i was like committed to going to a matinee um i wanted to see silver linings playbook and i was committed to going to like a 10 a.m matinee so at like 8 30 i'm like we gotta go to 42nd street and he's like what i'm drunk i can't hear you <laughs> you know <laughs> it, total- it, girl it was the it, best yeah sometimes it really doesn't take a lot they don't have to write you 500 love letters and send you you know a you know 5,000 roses and like all of this you know sometimes it's just really enjoying each other's company perhaps in a way that you haven't enjoyed each other before so yeah or like or you know or not in a long time for us it's like we hadn't really done that since our second date which was you know two two years previous so that was the freaking best. I okay. still think of that, and I'm like, right. oh, "God, hammered." <laughs> All right, so so we gotta get we gotta get to the advice now because let's do it. We gotta help them get their life. So, <laughs> give us some some tips. Like I had teed it up. No matter where you are, if you did. I saw, I heard that last bit of it. Or whatever. Give us some tips as to how we can be successful this Valentine's Day. Like you know, beautiful. I had advice. three tips. I have three tips I posted today, and this is really for anyone. You know, you can apply it to yeah. whatever you are in and your love journey. That took twenty minutes. That took twenty minutes. Yes, yeah, you, know you, you guys can find me on Facebook. Three. Yeah, you can find <laughs> me on Facebook and see here, here the the extended version. Um, 
<laughs> so the, the, the shortened version is, so my first tip is to get really clear, right? And, and you want to be honest. What do you want to experience this year for Valentine's Day? A lot of people are out there fronting like they're jaded and they're not. What they really mean is they really want love. So you, <laughs> so you got to get real. Get exactly. real and get clear. What do you want to experience, you know, this year? And what does success mean to you in love and in relationships? So the way I queued it up was like, you know, su- success Valentine's Day tips. So what would that look like to you? Is it spending it with, you know, a special person of uh, of a love interest? Or is it spending it with your best friend? Or is it with, you know, with yourself? Some people, that could be a Valentine's Day, you know, taking themselves out or having a romantic night to love up on you. So get clear on what that means. And then my second tip is to then, once you know what you want, set a plan and start sharing your vision. So if you know that you want to spend it with, you know, maybe a cutie that you've been watching or somebody, you got to start putting it out there and letting people know. So let your friends know. Ask if there are any, you know, single soirees out there. Or if you know that there's like some some cutie at work you've been checking out, start speaking about, you know, what you want to experience for Valentine's Day and share that with people. And um, I did share a, a good little tidbit there that if you are in a relationship and, you know, you don't want to beat your man over the head or actually feed him, uh, you know, what you want for Valentine's Day, because that doesn't always feel as fun for us if he just does exactly what we told him to do. Start sharing what you want to experience and feel on Valentine's Day. So if you want adventure, if you want to have fun, if you want to be out and about, let your partner know that. Or if you want to have romantic, intimate at home, let him know that. So then he has something to work with and there's a much better chance of him satisfying you, right? Um, and then the third so, one... So, Angelisa, once, one second, because yes, I, I, I hear a coachable moment in there. So, because <laughs> I know there are a lot of guys who, and I know, um, you know, in dating, coming across people, guys especially, that don't subscribe to Valentine's Day. So, yeah. if you are someone that is into Valentine's Day and your man doesn't subscribe to, to Valentine's Day and, and going to our speaking from our feminine and yes. not bossing up on people. Yes. You know, speaking from our masculine, like <laughs> how, how, how do we go about communicating that, that look, I ain't know, I don't know what you used to, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. So, so here's the thing. So first of, so, okay. <laughs> cause I could go in on this. Right. So I want to keep it brief for y'all. So, cause listen, right. You, you got to know your man. So if he has like some trauma about Valentine's day, then, then it might be right. If he has like some trauma or something, I don't know. And he's really not about Valentine's day. Then maybe you just want to spend it with like a girlfriend or somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. but if you know that, like, he's just being stubborn and being, like, a butthead, then, yeah, beating him over the head isn't going to help you. If you want to speak from your feminine, you always want to share about what it is that you want to feel and what it is that you want to experience. When you share with a man what it would feel like for you and you paint it for him with a picture that he can connect to. So that means really speaking authentically and vulnerably, allowing yourself to open up on what it would mean to you um, to share Valentine's Day with him in a way that makes you feel honored, you have a much better chance of him coming through. So that would sound something like, let's say you have a man who, you know, is a no. So you would say, you know, honey, I know that this isn't like your cup of tea, but it would feel so incredible for me to spend a night with you. (laughs) 
really <laughs> celebrate, right? Really celebrating our love. And like, I, I want to appreciate you. And it's, I know it's not all about me. It's about you too. And I would love um, to experience that and feel cherished and appreciated. And, you know, I know we both get busy, you know, whatever it is, like life is an enrollment game and love is definitely, definitely an enrollment game, you know? So and letting him know that it's not just about you, because I think mm. that's what men resent. It's not so much Valentine's Day. It's just the fact that it feels like they're just supposed to cater to you and it's not about them. So you really get to enroll him in a different conversation of how it's about both of you and how you would love to, what you would love to create for him as well. Um, but really being clear on how you want to feel. Like there's side a much note, better chance. Yeah, like side note, you need like a DVD or something. But <laughs> because the way you just gave that example, I can, I can tell that, you know, <laughs> Way probably can never tell you no. Because, like, like, I'm I'm just being real. Like, if I put everything like that to Sean, like, and then you have, like, this very sexy and, like, sensual, like, Listen, way you gotta go. of, like, That's the feminine, baby. It. You turn it up. And that's what I mean. Once you know. That it's like, no it's, homo. No homo. I'm, no. Like, I'm, like, I'm, like, turned on listening to it. Like, Listen. Well, you know what it is? It's because the feminine is sexy as shiz. Like, it really is. It gets, it gets really. And you know when you know how to turn it on. And the thing is, it's so authentic. Like, you know, when I gave you that example, I really pictured, like, if I was talking to my man. Like, so when you're really clear on what that authentically feels like for you. And your man knows too. And he gets excited. He even knows, he'll know, he'll know you're playing him and he still wants to say yes. Cause he can't say no to that. <laughs> he'll be like, wow, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna get lucky if I, if I show up like that for her. You know, and that is, and that, that's exciting. That excites them. They're like, wow, she's like getting really colorful with her words right now. And, and he's excited. And, and listen, and that is how the masculine gets inspired. Ladies, you get poetic with them. You throw in a couple of descriptions in there and <laughs> and all of a sudden they're like wow I don't feel I don't feel as angry anymore wow. you know and they might they might front I'll tell y'all just a couple of weeks ago I told I told my man flat out because we don't do gifts so like it's like I'm just not a gifty person and I just said to him flat out hey I want a Fitbit for Valentine's Day and he literally said to me that's not gonna happen and I was like okay I went about my merry way I was like you think Two weeks later, I got my Fitbit two weeks before Valentine's Day. <laughs> I was like, there you go. Feminine working. I was like, I'm not going to be the head. I was like, you already know what I want. That's all I needed to say. I'm going to walk away now. And it was game over. So listen, it works, ladies. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to need to help me with, like, having a sexy way to get Sean to pay for the uh... <laughs> like, uh, You know yeah. what, babe? We'll, we'll talk offline. I can help you with that. Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> So what was the third point? Getting back to the third point. I'm so sorry. The third point. No, that was, that was perfect. I'm so glad you asked. Um, and then the third point. So after you've gotten clear and you've set a plan and you've started sharing your vision, like, you know, you've got to put yourself out there, you know, to stop, stop hiding, stop, stop pretending you're jaded all the time. Um, the third one is let go, let go and be loved. Um, let go of any expectations. This piece really, really, and this is like whenever you're trying to attract anything, right? This is almost like, you know, law of attraction one-on-one. You got to let go and be loved. So what I tell people is that if this year, if you know you want Valentine's Day to be an enjoyable experience, you don't want to end up, you know, drunk, sad and alone at home, like thinking about all the all the bad decisions you've made in relationships, decide that this year it's going to be different, that you're going to have a great time, that you're going to be in love. And that might be with friends that might be giving back. Um, a tip I shared on Facebook was decide ahead of time 
you know, 10 ways you're going to show love on Valentine's Day. Can you imagine, you know, getting up in the morning that day, maybe a little bit earlier or throughout the day and sending, deciding you're going to send 10, you know, loving text messages to people in your life that you appreciate. So go around and like create love wherever you go on that day. And I promise you that this year will be the best Valentine's Day that you have ever had. Just be love, let go, allow yourself to get, you know, take a little bit of risk, dress up, you know, um, put on some makeup, the, 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 the good stuff you got reserved and just really make it your year to have a great time in love. So, you know, I go into it a bit more and I give more, um, more examples and stuff. So you guys can definitely check out my, my live feed video on, on Facebook from earlier today. And, um, and I hope that that really helps people out there because listen, it doesn't have to be so serious, right? I know the man created Valentine's Day to take our money, but <laughs> you really, you can really just have a good time and enjoy it and celebrate the love you have in your life. Extra special for one day, right? So in preparation for this show and kind of talking about the event that we're having on Wednesday, which I'm super excited about, Woo-hoo! you know, I heard you say something earlier and I'm going to try to say it. Like you would say it. <laughs> so you said something about stoking your man's masculine, right? <laughs> so yes. I'm sure that a lot of people who are listening, their booze and probably future booze can appreciate this. And so before I ask you, Monique already has kids and I'm not trying to have any. So <laughs> yes. in, your answer, in your answer, just please keep that in mind. But how do you, how do you stoke your man's masculine for Valentine's Day. How do we do that? So, for Valentine's <laughs> Day, <and laughs> how do we do that? I, I love her. Um, so, here's the thing. And this is, like, for Valentine's Day, right? Like, which is maybe an extra special day. You might go a little harder than usual. But this is really, like, for life. And this is for any time that you are really just trying to have, like, extra connection with your man. Because life gets in the way, right? And unless we... Relationships are work... And unless you're working on it, it's just not going to happen. So the way to stoke your man's masculine energy is for you to go deep into your feminine energy. Ooh. It's amazing. It beca- It is a byproduct. I'll tell you, ladies, it's like, it's amazing. The more you do for you, it becomes so much easier. Like, this is it. It's like the feminine is you're creating the cake. That's your feminine. You're creating the frosting. That's your feminine. And then the sprinkles are the masculine. Like you got to tend to him very little once you have baked that cake and made that frosting. So the way that would look is, so for Valentine's Day, leading up to the day, you know, start flirting with him. Be in that fun kind of free flirtatious mode that you can be in. Decide that whatever's been stressing you, that just for a couple of days, you're going to let it go. If you guys have been arguing a lot or things have been tense, decide for a few days before that you're just going to relax. You're going to relax and you're going to focus on you. Instead of stressing him, you're going to focus on yourself, right? So this starts with taking care of yourself. So it might be good maybe a day or two before Valentine's Day, go get that massage you've been putting off or go get your hair done or your nails done. Really just take care of you, whatever that looks like. Take yourself out to lunch, you know, buy yourself the outfit you've been, you know, putting off because you've been telling yourself you can't afford it. Like the feminine really is in walking in your abundance and trusting that you have everything you need. So already automatically as you put yourself at ease and don't make it his responsibility to make you feel good, already he's going to want to make you feel good, I promise you. So if you've been stressed out and, you know, you know, like stressing him and all that, as soon as you switch that up, 
all of a sudden he's going to be like, oh, and he's going to, he's just going to start moving forward already. So his mask is going to be stoked by default. So then the day of Valentine's Day, this is really your time for you to love up on you and show him appreciation. So if any, if you guys didn't listen to last time's call when I was on, I went into the, the, the masculine and feminine, what that looks like. So just so we can remember the masculine, what moves them is feeling respected, admired, mm. looked up to, right? Feeling mm-hmm. like they're your hero, like they're your Superman. Like the things that they do, you really, really appreciate it. It's, it's what fuels them. So I would say make Valentine's Day about all the ways you appreciate and see him. Um, men are not that different from women. Like we're, we're kind of just taught to believe that things are so different. The way that we function is different, right? The way that society has made us kind of go through life is different. But men want exactly the same things. Humans want the same thing at the end of the day. They want to be seen. So this really is a time for you to look at your partner, not just for like how he shows up and, you know, and what he's done throughout his day, but really think about who this person is as a human. You know, what are the qualities about him that are just so him that no other guy has? Because everyone is different, right? You want to look for what's so unique about your partner so you can truly, truly appreciate him and then spend that day. And I really try to do this. Honestly, ladies, like, you would think that I'm, like, lying if you just heard me because I, I find some way to appreciate my man every single day. And his, his love language is verbal, so I make sure that it's, like, I, I do it in a verbal way and, um, you know, and on occasion, like, ramp you know, I'll give him a massage or whatever because that doesn't mean as much to him. Physical isn't as huge to him, but with the verbal piece, I make sure I find some way to appreciate him every day and let him know that. Even if, like, you know, things are funky or things are weird, especially when things are funky. I try to remind myself of like, what is so unique about him? He's different than every other man. And he Mm -hmm. wants to know that, right? So for Valentine's Day, letting him know, making that card, you know, let and let him treat you. Let him treat you. Let him take care of you. And in turn, you're just going to dote on him. You're going to bat those eyelashes and you're going to be fully present, (laughs) right? No, this is it. Being fully present. That is you being in your feminine. Be so present to who this man is. Appreciate everything about him. And just love up on him as if you were like an, a head over heels teenage girl and he's just like the only man in the world. I promise you, you do that. And if you haven't done it recently, he might think like something's wrong with you. <laughs> he's going to front and he's going to be like, what's going on? You never love me this much. And he's going to be giddy. When I yep. tell you, he's going to be giddy. All of this sounds like it's going to end in conception. Like, that's really what, <laughs> that's really what all of that really sounds like. I take like. no responsibility for the babies, <laughs> like, for the babies created. And, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm really trying to get married first, Angelisa. But like, I every time you. I'm talking to you. I you take know. no responsibility for the babies that will be born nine months from two years from now. <laughs> Wait, okay. Um, uh, people coming after so, me. <laughs> so I want to make sure that we get to this before the show is over. I know yes, that please. a lot of women. So what would you say, because I'm sure your your clients reflect a lot of uh, our audience, what are like the top three issues that you would say women have that you've been able to support them with your love coaching, with your all heart coaching? That's a great question. So, you know, it's funny. I only ever really hear the same. It's like the same four or five different things. So one that I always hear is that I'm attracted to the wrong guy. Like I really, I'm really into a guy and he's not that into me or I always choose men 
who are not interested in me. So that's one thing I always hear. And that's like, you know, the typical unrequited love. And that would make sense that I would attract those clients because that was my story back in the day. It was like, I was always into the guy who, even if he was into me, just wouldn't choose me back. He would choose the girl that he was less interested in because she was skinnier or, you know, or whatever. Um, so I always hear the unrequited love. Why do I keep falling for guys who don't want me or are unavailable? Right. So that's one that I always hear. Um, the second one I get often is a guy who, uh, I'm not the only one, you know, Mm -hmm. he's into me, he's into me, but he also has another girl or, you know, he tells me I'm the one he really loves, but he has a girlfriend. So I'm always the other woman. Um, and I'm always, uh, my heart, my heart hurts. You know, when I, when I find those women, cause they always end up being in my experience, some of the most beautiful women that I've ever met, like physically heart wise. And they just, you know, kind of keep waiting for this man to see them. And what I'm clear about is that they don't see themselves and, um, mm. which is what's putting, which is what's putting you in that position. So we do a lot of work with that and releasing the blocks around, you know, around what's having you choose that experience. Cause you are choosing. Um, and I always let women know just in case anyone on the line is dealing with that is that if you're choosing a man who's choosing you and other women and you're never his number one, it's one of, it's usually one of two things. You're either not ready yourself. So you yourself are, are not really open and ready for a committed relationship because you're with someone Mm. who doesn't want that, or you're trying to rewrite history. You're there's someone in your past. It might've been a parent. It might've been an old boyfriend, someone who you were never their first choice. And now you just keep choosing that experience over and over hoping Mm -hmm. to have a different outcome. And it never works because what happens is uh, the feminine is really about having an awareness of yourself. And that's why the first, the first part of my program or any coaching I do with women is around trust because trust is, is a conversation of abundance and scarcity. And the only way you could be with a man who refuses to make you number one in his life is because you are in a scarcity conversation. Mm. You're in a conversation that there is not enough love for you. So I'm going to take the little sliver of love I can get from this man and I'm going to try and make myself make that be enough until one day he sees that I'm worth the whole enchilada. And guess what, ladies? He's never going to see that because you don't see that. You're not taking a stand for, for the abundance you deserve. So that's one thing that I always get. And then... I mean, there's, there's usually a hodgepodge, but those two are two that I see very, very often, you know, and, and the usual, I pick the same guy. So I keep dating the same jerk, right? It's always the guy that cheats. Every guy cheats on me, or, you know, it's a guy who's uncommitted and I just keep going from uncommitted to uncommitted. And I, and that one to me, it's ladies, the guy, the men that we choose, and I want to be clear, choose, not the men we attract. If you're like a, a, a decent looking woman who's got herself together and you're out there and you're walking around and you got vaginas and some and a boobie. Listen, men are going to be attracted to you. You cannot take responsibility for every guy you attract. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will tell you, you you do have to take responsibility for the men you choose. Mm. You're going to attract all kinds of men, but the men you choose that is in your power and that's in your responsibility, and they are your mirror. So as much women get mad when I tell them that, but I said, okay, so let's look, let's dig. If you're choosing so a guy who who's not committed, you got to look at the mirror there. So, Angelisa, when when that comes about, I mean, because I hear that, too, it's a lot. It's very, very common. Right. So mm-hmm. what are you telling them that they should be doing or what are they looking for in the mirror? I mean, are, you know, like you said, it could be in their past. What are they looking for? Because what we don't want is for them to never search for love again or not try oh, to attract absolutely. it because they're afraid and don't really know how to 
to move forward. So what do you recommend for them to begin that journey of moving forward? So the first piece is definitely you want to, if you don't know, if, if you're not aware of what is keeping you there, then you're probably just going to keep repeating it. So here's the, like for me, it's kind of like a, a 80, 20 rule. Spend 20 of the time trying to get some awareness on what is it that I'm gaining from being with this person? Is it that I know I'm never going to have to really be vulnerable? Is it that I know I'm never going to really have to connect all the way? So I'm never going to truly get hurt. Is it that, you know, and, and it can be anything depending on the woman, you know, we'll go deep. And, um, in my program, I have a, a bunch of, uh, journal prompts which start women digging into their own kind of psyche and in their own past to try and get to the grounds of that. But I always say this, look, I don't like to live in the past. I'm not someone who lives in the past. That's why I say 20%, 20% of it is going to be, let's do some examination. But even if you're, if you're not getting the answer, because sometimes people get stuck, quote unquote, I always say stuck, quote unquote, because uh, sometimes we're just not ready to see what the answer is. But the other 80% is make different choices. Even I don't want you to get stuck on, well, I don't know why I do that. So I'm just going to keep doing the same crap over again. No, I'm not that kind of coach. If you really quote unquote, don't get it. Fantastic. What different actions can we make? So I, you know, I think about uh, one, um, one particular client I had last year who that was her thing, you know, she was with one guy who was with somebody else and it has to be her decision, but I coached her through ending it with this guy. And it was years, years And, you know, she was deeply in love with this man who could not commit to her. And I was like, okay, so what's the different action we're going to take? Because if we can't, listen, I'm not a therapist. You can go to therapy for this. Some people go to therapy and never figure it out. But I can coach her around taking some different action. So she Mm -hmm. ended that relationship. I'm telling you, I mean, the freedom she felt. And I just coached her around having the confidence around it, creating a plan for how you're going to move forward, you know, and just the general healing you have to make around that. And then within... I mean, within two months, I mean, she'd be cluttered. I mean, I have all kinds of things that I do with my clients, um, got rid of a bunch of stuff in her life, upgraded a, co- a couple things in her life within two months was out there dating ferociously. Right now she's been dating a man for a couple of months. Who's like stepping up in, in her life. And it's exciting. Like it's, listen, we, we can go and Freud it up and try and figure out, you know, mm-hmm. our mental, our, where, our, where our hearts and minds are failing us, or we can just take different action. And I promise you, everything starts to unfold. When so you what was, making what was something, Angelisa, what was something she was accepting in her life that was keeping him around that was allow that was not allowing her to release him from her space? Like what was something well, you, you know, she was hanging on to? Well, you know what it was um, with her in particular, uh, it was the belief there, the attraction was deep, right? So like he really turned her on a lot. So (laughs) that was one thing. Their attraction was super deep. And when they were together, he showed her so much love and affection. Mm. And I'm like, well, of course he's going to show you so much love and affection. You're his side chick. Like, come (laughs) on. You're his side boo. He has no responsibility to you. That's right. No, none whatsoever. And you're allowing him. So in the moment, so think about it. This man gets to be with you. So he's totally in the moment. It's like you're his vacation girlfriend. And I always tell women, yeah. And I tell women, I'm like, you can, do you want to be his vacation or do you want to be his 10 year plan? 
It's like, and, and that, and that, re- and you decide what caliber of relationship you want. I have no judgment. Listen, if, if you, if you enjoy the side chick hustle, if that is what feels good for you on an honest level, then listen, you walk your path. I'm not going to judge you. But the majority of women I speak to, that's not what they want. And they convince themselves they're okay with it. And that's the problem. So with her, it was the belief that she was not going to find someone else that she was that attracted to who treated her, who treated her that well. And I'm like, boo, but that's a broken, that's a flawed, a flawed philosophy yeah. in a relationship. It's easy mm-hmm. to treat you like that when he has no responsibility to you. I actually have so. a question because um, I'm just, I'm thinking about where I would have fit um, in your clients. My situation was, I was, I had the whole independent woman syndrome you know, I'm educated. Yes. I got my own house. I got my own car. I got my six-figure job. And yes. everyone who I'm attracting is not really going to meet. At least that was my expectation. So the people mm-hmm. that I was attracting were like mediocre dudes. So they were like safe. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't enough to really make me mad. Like they were good enough to to keep around, you know, decent-looking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like not someone that would that I would allow myself to be vulnerable enough to hurt me. So they were never mm. in a space to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And for me, like kind of what I had to learn is to really have a man of like the caliber of what I um, what now I know is possible. Because back mm-hmm. then, like and I'm sure you come across women that just don't think certain things are possible. Like there's not enough good mm-hmm. men. And it's like sometimes when I when I look at my current relationship, like what I have wouldn't have even been something that I thought was possible for me. And it's not mm-hmm. like I didn't think I was dope. It's just the, it's just like I didn't believe in like our selection of men, like for lack, mm-hmm. of, for lack of a better way of saying it. So I don't know if you come across women. You know, I know I've done some transformational work, which has allowed me to kind of tap into being open to different kinds of situations. Cause I always tell mm-hmm. people being, being open and allowing myself to be trusting is how mm-hmm. I found myself in this amazing relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women aren't open to, to everything, you know, Oh, if he doesn't look a certain way or if he, mm-hmm. you know, if he got kids or, you know, if he like, we can put so many limits on things and a lot of times miss like our blessings. Cause I know for me, Sean is a blessing, but he kept, he mm-hmm. came wrapped he came wrapped in a whole bunch of things that the old me mm-hmm. would have would have it would have repelled her. Absolutely. You know? So Abs- well, well, you that- said it. I, it, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like you 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 coached yourself through, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you coached yourself through. Yeah. <laughs> amen, amen to that. No, really. I, and and the thing is, I I do speak to women um, that now everyone's on a different path on their journey, right? There's some women who need much deeper work. There's some women that I speak to them and, you know, I'll do a consultation with them on the phone, you know, when I'm like my free calls. And at the end of the call, I'm like, you know what? I don't think you need me. I think you're good. Like I gave you some nuggets and I'll go put that into action. And if in a month you're still single, then come back to me. You know what I mean? Cause there's some, wi- there's some women that you just need a pivot. You just need a pivot. And like, you're off to the race, honestly. And you're off to the races. Now, what I do, like with my program I'm running right now, it's really we're setting the whole foundation. So with this new knowledge, you really get to apply it whether you're single or in a relationship. I would say if you're single, it's this knowledge just makes 
your life a lot easier and dating a lot funner. And if you're in a relationship, it's just going to make your relationship that much more healthy and make you have a lot more fun with your partner because the way you're going to be communicating with him is going to be different. He's going to be hearing you differently. So it really, it works. The feminine energy works no matter, you know, what your current situation is or what your plan is. Um, but I think you absolutely said it. You opened yourself up. You, you made the shift necessary to start seeing men in a different mm-hmm. way, um, mm-hmm. and seeing yourself in a different way. Yeah. What I would have said to you, my love, you know, if, if it was a situation that the men you were attracting, you know, you were kind of like more or less settling to have them around, kind of waiting for the next mm-hmm. best thing. What I would have told you was stop, stop dealing with guys that, you know, are not even on your level. And open yourself up and create that love in your, in your life in different ways and only go out with men you're excited about. That's what I would have yeah, told you. Yeah. Now, other women, I'll tell you, there's other women who maybe haven't dated in years, who, are, who have been out of the game, who just don't even know how to relate to men anymore. That I say, listen, get out there. Even if it's a guy that you're not 100% about, just go out there and let him. Did we just lose Angelisa? I think we did. <laughs> oh, well, I was just about to tell her where we got it. Uh, we had two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> there you go. I fell okay. off. I fell off. I fell okay. Off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, so, it's I was okay. like, what happened? Um, we have, yeah, um, so. We only have two minutes left. Minutes you got it, ladies. So, so that, that was it. Can you briefly just uh, tell us what we can expect at the event on Wednesday? And I know you have some packages that you're offering as well. Can you tee that up real quick? I do. I'm so excited. So I, um, on on Wednesday, we're going to go into the entire foundation of the feminine masculine energy, how to start putting that into practice in your life, how to appreciate both energies so that once you start appreciating your masculine energy and really where it fits in your life, you're going to start appreciating and loving and seeing men in a completely different light. And what happens when you appreciate and love men is men appreciate and love you. So a lot of that angry girl stuff is going to fall away. (laughs) That angry girl uh, underneath is going to start being pacified. We're going to do a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful meditation that's going to get you really clear on what you want to create in your relationships going forward. There's going to be some sharing. We're going to talk about the programs. It's going to be a lot of really, really, really great stuff. How to communicate fully. I'm going to go deeply in how to communicate from your feminine. Um, and this stuff is gold. You can put it into practice immediately, even in the room while you're texting the guy you're dating. It's going to like completely shift <laughs> the way you talk to men going forward. And you're going to see results right away. Okay. Guaranteed. And your new packages, they're online, right? So we can go to your website. Yes, they're online. My program, The Enlightened Feminine Goddess, um, our next cycle starts next week. So reach out to me if you're interested. It's going to be freaking awesome. And it's a 50% off this week. So you definitely want to jump in on that if you're ready. And if you go to this event, the ticket ticket price will be deducted from the price of the program if you decide to join. So. Well, thank, thank you, you. For, for letting us do that. Of course. <laughs> thank you so much, Angelisa, again for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you so much Woo-hoo. for everyone that has listened. Thank you, Monique, my awesome co-host. We know that you have challenges and we want to hear from you. Please go to our keeping it go to keepingitbeauty.com, visit our girl talk section. Let us know topics that you want to hear, questions that you may have, so we can answer them on the show. Find out about all our happenings. we got a bunch of different things coming up on IamBeautyInc.com. Follow us on Instagram at IamBeautyInc underscore. And like our Facebook page, I am Beauty Inc. Thank you so much again for joining us. You can join us next week, same time, same place. Please tell a friend. And remember, in life, 
Love is neither planned nor does it happen for a reason. But when the love is real, it becomes your plan for life and reason for living. So good night, everyone, and be beauty. Good night. Woohoo!